Welcome back to Fitness Unplugged After Hours FAQs. We are two trainers from Indiana answering client questions from the previous week to help provide answers and perspective on common health and wellness topics. I'm Adam Jacobson from Uberfit. I'm Danielle DeRochick with Black Diamond Strength, and let's get into it. All right, my question today uh, from a client was, I'm just trying to be healthy, how much do I need to exercise? All right, so the first thing you need to approach here is, what does healthy mean? And for this uh, question, we're gonna broadly define healthy as free from disease. So we're not looking at weight loss goals, we're not looking at muscle gain goals, we're not looking at you know uh, finishing a marathon, picking up the heaviest weight we can. We're looking at how do we wake up feel pretty good, avoid, you know, cancer, mm-hmm. cardiovascular disease, survive, all these things. Yeah. Like how do we, Use how do we improve our longevity, our health span and our lifespan? How yeah. are we, you know, reaching 70, 80, 90, hundred years old and still being able to do things that we enjoy? Mm-hmm. Exercise, obviously a huge portion of that, but um, we'll talk specifically. So, so the, well, let's start with like the range of time that you would exercise. So you will start to see benefits. The minimum threshold is 15 minutes a day. If you can do 15 minutes a day, you will see improvements in all these markers. So when you're looking at markers, you're looking at like, you know, hemoglobin A1C, like your, you know, your plaque on your on your arteries, things like that. Like things that are downstream issues for uh, causing cancer, causing you know, cardiovascular disease. So when it's a minimum of 15 minutes, sorry if you're going to get to this, no, does good. that mean walking, weightlifting, you yep. know, what does that? That's scaled to the person's okay. ability, but 15 minutes of, uh, and it's, so it's exercise. So previous podcast, um, we talked about NEAT, so non-exercise, um, what is it, non-exercise something thermogenesis, what is the A, I don't even remember. Activity? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but so neat. non-exercise activity. Okay, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So, so that's just you like not the, having the intention of going and working out, right? right. But just general movement. Right. So this is so 15 activity. minutes of I'm going for a walk, not like I'm walking from my car to work or whatever. This like, is intentional 15 minutes. Yep, I'm going to do it. Yep. So the minimum is 15 minutes per day, and the the per day is important actually, and I'll get to that um, in a second. But so the top end of it is two hours per day, meaning anywhere between that 15 minutes and 120 minutes is a good happy zone. I know that's wide, but once you start to surpass two hours, you stop seeing additional benefits Mm -hmm. from exercise. And in fact, in certain scenarios, you will actually start to see, you know, kind of a degradation of benefit because you're kind of breaking things down in a way that it's going to be hard for it to recover. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah. No one, no one is arguing that running a marathon is healthy. I think we can all agree, even though we would see that as like a goal to aspire to, and and that people would be would admire people that run a marathon. That's not in in a vacuum. That's not good for you. Like their mm-hmm. body doesn't come out of a you know, a uh, a marathon like better. It's so just stick with a half marathon. Okay? At best. <laughs> at most. Um, so. The, the important, most important part of this that I found uh, interesting was that basically the frequency is the more important than the duration. So that's why the, the threshold is so low at 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I guess you would kind of equate these two as like fitness snacks as opposed to like fitness meals. Like yeah. you, would, you would do, you know, 15 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day and consistency 
um, is the big thing. So um, daily 30 minutes would be better than three times a week of an hour, Mm -hmm. for example, right? Even though that's roughly the same amount of time spent, it does not necessarily uh, equal out in terms of your your benefits. So I guess to play devil's advocate, we talk a lot about strength training. Um, you would you would say uh, that muscles gr- repair and you see improvements in the rest period post exercise. So you might say like Adam, wouldn't you need a day off in between to rest and recover so you could see the benefits of that exercise? That's true if you're taxing the same system and the same muscles in the same way. So. Yes. Big thing that you want to do here. So I, looking at that, like hypothetically, like if you, again, you created a world, I don't know why this is my thing today. You've created <laughs> this hypothetical world where you could train 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You would see no benefit because you would just constantly be breaking things down. You wouldn't. So that is true. If, if anything, it would land you in the hospital. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So in hypothetical that if yeah. it wasn't doing damage and you only had upside, you wouldn't get any upside because you would never have the time to recover, rest, and, and build from yes. from that stress. But mm-hmm. you, so the key here is that you need to play in different different pools. I guess you would say it's so like you have a strength day and you may do upper body, or then you might do lower body, and then in a cardio day you might do a higher intensity where you might run, or you do might do a lower intensity where you walk, and then you maybe have one day people will call these like active recovery days where maybe you're doing like some light yoga for some mm-hmm. stretching or some flexibility work like these still count the point is that you'd have to do them consistently and and there's no there's no such thing as like you make up for it like you missed yesterday's workout so you do two hours today like that doesn't work doesn't work it's either you checked the box for the day or you didn't mm-hmm. there's no And similarly, you should feel that way, even though there is a little bit of truth to this one. Like, you should feel that way about diet, too, in my opinion. Like, you should not feel like, oh, I binged yesterday, so I'm going to eat half of what I would normally do today. No, you just go to the next day, and you check that box, you do that to plan, and you're back on track. It's like like a 24-hour reset. The yep. mid, like once that it's gone. pan hits midnight. You can't make up for it. It's, yeah. It's gone. Reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, if you want to design an exercise program that, and again, we're taking out, you know, um, you know, uh, do I want to be the strongest, the fastest? That's not what we're talking about. If you're like, I want to be as healthy as I can. How does that, what does that look like? You're somewhere, you're probably, the, the range is 15 minutes to, tw- to two hours. You're probably somewhere in the 30 to 60 minutes daily, I would guess for most people. Um, usually I'm probably like a 45 minute a day guy. I would, I would guess maybe max 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would just vary your types. Like, I mean, you do like strength one day, flexibility or mobility another day, then you do your cardio day. Like you just filter these things through. So you're touching a little bit of everything. Yeah. So nothing's too taxed. Um, and you, you shouldn't feel beat down. You should feel good. You should feel, if you're feeling like beat down, rein it in the intensity, you're probably doing too much mm-hmm. or too long. But, um, the, the point, um, that I, that I think was most important was that the frequency needs to be. I mean, I would say you could probably get away with you convince me to do six days a week. That would that would that seems appropriate to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. There's nothing wrong with daily exercise. If it's something worth doing once, it's something probably worth doing every day. So, don't uh, don't don't fall into this trap of like, you know, you've earned a day off or you know, 
you know, I can only strength train every other day because like there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's other things to do here. Like don't let yourself off the hook, hold yourself to accountable and decide that you're going to get your X amount of minutes per day, program it in and get it done. And, uh, you won't have, you know, you're, you're, you're giving yourself a really good chance to have a long, healthy, happy lifespan. Yeah. And I mean, like exactly how you said, if there is a day where you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm really feeling beat down and you need to maybe readjust your intensity, that's a good day for one of those active recovery days. Yeah. That could be an easier walk, yeah. a yoga class, yeah. like something something along those lines. Like still listening to your body yeah. doesn't mean going 100% intensity all seven days a week. You shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, I mean, when you're younger, you can, you can live through that. You can do like, oh, I'm deadlifting three days a week or squatting. Oh, please don't anybody do that. <laughs> Shouldn't, but you can get away with it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, those are those days. Yeah. Like those, don't let yourself off the hook. Like you've earned a day off or mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, this is i I'm beat down or I'm stressed. So I need the day off those days. You probably need it more. The most. Yeah. You need it the most. So, you know, treat it like you were your own trainer. If you don't have somebody mm-hmm. that you work with or somebody to hold you accountable, like what would you say to you as a client that day? Would you say, yep, don't work out, Mm-mm. doubt it? I mean, yesterday for me personally was a great example. I was exhausted from all the traveling that I've been doing lately, and I did not get a lot of sleep. Yep. Instead of going at a higher intensity and doing my upper body bench press day, I was like, you know what? Let me swap days here. Normally I do cardio on Wednesdays mm-hmm. instead. So I swapped those around and did my cardio yesterday because I just knew that it wasn't gonna be a good strength day for me. Right. And I was still able to go and get my about 45 minutes in of movement still. And I'm just swapping my days because I know yeah. by by the Wednesday that I need to do this, I'm gonna feel just better rested. I'm gonna have my nutrition back on diet, my hydration because traveling threw that all off for me. So I slowed down, I listened, and I made the adjustments, and and that's very easy for anybody to duplicate as well. Simple, not easy. Yeah, Yeah. simple, Simple. yeah. 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 Make a plan, stick to it. Like, you're not gonna figure it out the day of. You're not gonna wake up and be like, ooh, feeling good today, what's the best workout? Like, Mm -hmm. have it in the bag already. Like, have have it scheduled, what you're gonna do, when you're gonna do it, check the box, move on. Cool. All right. So my question this week, um, I've had clients see me in the morning drinking this like cloudy type of water and they're like, what are you drinking? So um, I tell them what I'm drinking and it's uh, salt water with lemon. Mm, tasty. <laughs> and they're like, why? Um, okay. So I'll answer that. Why? Why do I drink lemon, pink Himalayan sea salt water every single morning? So I'm going to back up and why I even got started with this in the first place. Um, I read a book. I love this book and I'll recommend it to everyone all the time. It's called Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. Um, And I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, if you listen or read to like listen to or read this book, he really comes at you hard. There's like a a no excuses, no, no BS type of thing here um, that he's really giving you like every type of cheat code for literally your entire life, anything that can be covered in your life. So anyway, one of his recommendations is drinking this mixture, right, of water, lemon, and Himalayan sea salt. 
a pink Himalayan sea salt. So to the recipe here would be about 12 ounces of water with about a fourth of a lemon, okay, and a fourth teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt, okay. I just do mine at like a chilled temperature. I don't add ice. Um, and honestly, by the time I actually get to drinking it, the the water's more room temperature anyway because I, I prepare it and then drive it to work and actually drink it while I'm here at the studio. But anyway, his biggest benefits and his biggest thing that he kind of harps on with talking about this and why it should be first thing in the morning is a rehydration benefit. So, okay, let's say we're sleeping seven hours a week, which you should, or seven hours a night, which you should be already. That, just like I've talked about breakfast being a breaking of fast, seven hours you've gone with no water, okay? And then not only that, between breathing and sweating throughout the night, you're actually dehydrating yourself by not having replenished any of that from the seven hours of sleep that you're you're getting, okay? So when you wake up, the first thing we all typically reach for is caffeine, not water. So this, this drink needs to be the first thing that you drink every single day, not your coffee, not your tea, not your energy drink, just this water, which it's 12 ounces of water. This is not that hard to do first, okay? So things that you feel when you're dehydrated that you're like, well, should I really do this? Yes, you should. Headaches, moodiness, irritability, anxiety, fatigue, even some types of memory, short-term memory loss are gonna be something that you experience from dehydration. So trying to add in this drink first thing when you wake up in the morning can help you get that hydration back and a little bit more quickly than you would if you were to just drink plain water by itself. Um, now, the one thing about the salt that I want a disclaimer is it I really, it needs to be the pink Himalayan sea salt, not a table salt. The, that Himalayan salt, it's just going, it's not gonna be stripped of the minerals. Okay, the minerals from the Himalayan salt is what's actually going to help it be more nourishing and rehydrating for your body. Um, and then just a couple other benefits um, that Aubrey Marcus kind of mentions from this morning cocktail. I mean, you're gonna be reducing muscle pains and cramps. It'll eventually help you improve sleep as well. Aids in digestion from the different minerals that the salt is gonna provide. Gonna boost your immune system helps with weight loss, can improve skin. Um, some people have even responded back and said that they've noticed changes in their allergies during allergy season. I'm not sure about that one, but you know what? Some people say that that's what they've experienced, so it's a little bit different for everybody. Yeah. Um, now, the, the one thing that people are like, well, what about salt and my blood pressure type of thing? Um, Stop. Let's, we've already kind of touched on that a little bit and that might be a different podcast topic. But again, that's why I'm saying it needs to be the Himalayan salt because of all of the nutrients and trace minerals that are in the Himalayan salt versus the table salt. And I know, we again, we mentioned it before, but that blood pressure salt that we're talking about is coming from like, the sodium in a McDonald's Big Mac, which I looked up and mentioned before. Um, so 
this drink in this mixture is not going to put your blood pressure skyrocketing it's going to be the other health habits that you have that you need to take a look at. Yeah, your co the coffee is going to be much worse for your blood pressure than, than yeah, this drink. Yeah, exactly. So um, I've been doing this very consistently. Um, and actually, I had, with the traveling I mentioned, I even made sure to try to get this in when I was had like a hotel breakfast because I did notice I was dehydrated and I could just, I could really feel it almost quite immediately trying to get this salt and the, the lemon water back in. I just felt so much better because mm. I could tell that, I mean, number one, flying and sitting in a bus for as long as I was really dehydrates you. Sure. So I just use this as, as that rehydration to get it back as quickly as possible even though I stayed up with my water, it wasn't necessarily doing the job of letting my my body do something with the water. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this for, I would probably say about the last six to eight months very consistently. Um, and I definitely noticed that I just feel a little bit more energized and refreshed if I start with that first thing in the morning versus reaching for my tea Mm. Um, which I have as my source of caffeine first thing in the morning. So um, no, that's my yeah. my topic. I love it. Uh, my understanding of, because I've heard that, that salt water um, in the morning, the lemon was new to me, um, but the salt water thing in the morning has been around for a long time. Um, yes, it has. One of the things that I've, um, come, I guess, come to understand about it is salt first thing in the morning um, assists your body um, in cortisol production early mm -hmm. in the day so when you sleep your cortisol is very low and what you know what causes your body to wake up in the morning like you know how like you know there's people where you don't even need to set an alarm you just wake up at a certain amount of time mm -hmm. there's really a mechanism to that it's not just like woo woo I wake up at this time there's a mechanism that's yeah. where your cortisol starts to spike there's a natural course of cortisol where it spikes in the morning I think it's like five depends on the person but I think it's like five or six and then it tails off all day. That's why you're tired mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Cortisol is your stress hormone, but it's also it's just basically it's characterized as stress hormone, but it's it's an excite it's a uh, an excitatory. I don't think that's a word, but um, uh, it's an arousal uh, hormone. So like it's gonna give you it, it causes energy, but you know can be can be you know taken as stress, but that will help you to build or uh, produce cortisol in the morning naturally instead of driving it up artificially with something like caffeine mm -hmm. uh, but also the salt will help um we can kind of loop in poop here because we haven't talked about poop yet today mm -hmm. but it helps to draw water into your bowel so that you can kind of have that nice glorious morning bowel movement yep. to start your day which is mm -hmm. always a great way to start the day coffee does help with that for sure too mm -hmm. but you can get away with just the um the salt water like i don't i don't do salt water but i do uh I just have like little noon, noon tablets, like the uh, oh, yeah. electrolyte tablets mm -hmm. that I wa I drop in, and I do. Uh, I have a couple other things that I take, and then when I take like creatine and glutamine and um, some other things in the morning, so I mix all that in. But that's that's the first thing that goes in um, for me too. And yeah, I mean hydration those hydration too. packets that are like making a, a big run right now. Liquid IV. Yeah, whatever. those things are are great, and if yeah. that's what's going to be your option to do that. Totally. So be a rich person's version exactly. of it. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So it's like you're you are spending money and you're making yeah. an investment in that. Whereas it it what's gonna it takes me, I don't know, thirty seconds. Yeah. 
I already have the lemons cut up for, you know, the few days, yeah. you know, for the, week, for the week. So it literally takes me, I don't know, 30 more seconds to put my lemon in there and put mix my own salt. Yeah. Um, but it's way cheaper. It might be a jumping off so point for some people. Yeah. Like get a sleeve of the, like the noon tiles. I think it has like 10 of them in it. Mm -hmm. It tastes pretty good for sugar. Like one or, one or two grams of sugar in it maybe. Mm -hmm. If that might be a decent starting point because let's be honest, salt, water, and lemon isn't the greatest tasting it's thing. Not, no, I'm not I mean, it's not that bad. That. It's really yeah. not that bad. I wouldn't say like that should be a limiter. But if you are like a picky person, dropping one of those tablets in a noon tab is pretty palatable and yeah. easy to drink and... Uh, you, you won't dread doing it. Yeah, some of the some of the packets they do have a strong taste yeah. and a weird taste. And I mean, this we're not doing this for taste, guys. No. Nope. No, we're doing this for hydration and you know to to really push your quality of life down the road. You know, not what I mean? everything so. you can do, not everything you do should be aimed at like, well, how much do I enjoy this? Yeah. Because most of the things that are most important for you to do, exercise, you know. Yeah. Eating the right foods is usually not as palatable as eating junk food. You know, mm -hmm. all those things require a level of, uh, I know this isn't what I want to do, but this is what I need to do. Exactly. Is, is, a, yeah. is important. And being able to talk to yourself in a way that, uh, you know, pushes you to do things uh, even if you don't want to is an mm -hmm. important skill to have. And that's a good way to start the day. Yeah. Like, you're going to feel proud of yourself for, like, checking the first box, like, you have that 10 minutes in the morning to yourself or whatever and you can knock out something that you know is good for your health like yeah it's a really good way to start the day I mean and at that point too it just it gives you 12 more ounces of water already to your goal yeah I mean that's that's huge we just don't drink enough water as yep. a society so just if you're not doing this and you can add 12 more ounces of water yeah. you're gonna be accomplishing a, a lot more yeah. than just a hydration goal true yeah Nice. Have a great day. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fitness Unplugged. If you want us to answer your question, submit it on our social medias on Instagram, at Danny Duro and at UberFitIndy. And then don't forget, if you like this episode, please subscribe and share this one so we can help provide free health and wellness information to a bigger audience. Thanks again.